You are listening to the Dream for Others podcast with Naomi Arnold, episode 10. Dream for you, dream for me, dream for others. And now your host, award-winning life and business coach, Naomi Arnold. Hey there, I can't believe we are up to episode 10 in this new format of the podcast already. I hope you've been enjoying it so far. Today, I wanted to talk to you about motivation. By the time this episode goes live, I think it'll be late March, maybe early April, but likely late March. And by this time, the motivation we felt in the new year might be starting to fizzle a little bit. Those fresh goals and new year resolutions might not feel so fresh anymore. That idealistic energy we feel around the potential of the year and the possibility of what it could be might be starting to waver. So I think thought it might be a good time to talk about motivation with you. Now, motivation is one of those topics that has been studied widely across different fields. There are so many different theories and perspectives on motivation. I mean, just some are ranging from psychodynamic, behaviorist, cognitive, humanistic, evolutionary. And then, of course, you can examine the social and cultural influences, the role of emotion and thoughts and personality, and why one person might be motivated in some areas of their lives, but not in other areas. So really, we could do multiple episodes on finding motivation and they would each focus on different perspectives and what practical insight that perspective could perhaps offer us in reality. But today we are going to strictly focus on this concept of finding motivation. Because challenging how we think about this can sometimes in itself help us find motivation. Then maybe in future episodes, if it's something that you do want to dive a little more into and understand some more and learn about some of the different psychological perspectives, for example, we could, of course, examine the different motivation theories. If that's an area you would love to learn more about, maybe let me know in the comments on the show notes or by tagging me on social media at Naomi L. Arnold, hashtag dream for others. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, all under that handle, Naomi L. Arnold. Now, what is motivation? That might seem like a simple question, but of course it isn't. And one of the reasons why it isn't simple is because there is this technical definition of motivation and then there is the way that we have been socialized to view motivation and how this then influences our behavior. So the definition of motivation, which I quickly pulled from a psychology textbook I had here, this one is edited by Burton, Weston and Kowalski. I'll pop the reference in the show notes for you if you're interested. The definition they have in this textbook is the moving force that energizes behavior. It involves two components, what people want to do, so the direction in which activity is motivated, and how strongly they want to do it, so the strength of that motivation. Now, the part of the definition that I wanted to emphasize and focus on today was that first sentence, the moving force that energizes behavior. 
A lot of people seem to think that you either have this force or you don't. You're either a motivated person or you're not. They seem to think that motivation is this mysterious quality that you have to find, hence the title of the episode, Finding Motivation. I mean, how many times have you heard someone say, or perhaps you've said yourself, I just, I just have to find the motivation when talking about a goal or a task that needs to be completed? And I believe that one of the reasons why we often can't find motivation is because we've been taught to view it in that way. But that's not how motivation works. My dad, Dr. Jeff Arnold, who was previously a counsellor, wrote about motivation on my blog in 2015. I'll pop the link to that post in the show notes as well in case anyone would like to read his musings and what he has to say about this topic. I love and totally agree with the way he describes motivation. He points out that there is a difference between the way we talk about motivation and the way we experience it. So again, we talk about it as this thing that we either have or we don't have, or this thing that we have to find or tap into. He says that we treat motivation like it's the starting point for action, that once we find it, we'll act. But this arguably isn't what motivation is. We are usually, one might even argue, always motivated by something. As dad says in that post, there is always a stimulus, something that is arousing in some sense, something that leads us into the feeling of being motivated. So the motivation comes from the arousal, not the other way around. In other words, we don't just find motivation. We first find a stimulating experience and then the motivation follows. It is action-based. The motivated feeling comes from an engagement, a doing of things that will stimulate further activity. So this means motivation isn't the precursor to action. Action is the precursor to motivation. This can be good news because it means that we have some control or choice when it comes to motivation. If we want to become motivated, we don't need to look for this mysterious characteristic. We don't have to wait for it to find us. We need to make choices to take action, to do things that will stimulate motivation. When we're goal planning, we need to not just think about defining the goal that we want to achieve and the tasks that need to be completed in order to achieve it. We might also want to think about what actions we can take that will help us feel more motivated. We might also want to think about what actions might re-inspire motivation when those goals we set are getting hard and when we're starting to procrastinate and when our inner critic might be poking its head up and making us back off those goals a little. This is why when I do goal setting workshops, I will always get the participants to create what I call an emergency motivation or inspiration plan. I also have an old blog post on that topic too, on creating an emergency motivation or inspiration plan. So I'll pop that link in the show notes as well in case you want to refer to it and use it to create your own plan. Basically, though, this means preempting 
and pre-planning what you can do to stimulate or arouse motivation, particularly during periods where you're starting to feel unmotivated. This requires you to understand yourself, what works for you, what motivates you, because it might be different, obviously, to what motivates me. So some of the questions or the things you might like to think about are, what activities motivate and inspire you? Does being active, moving your body, getting out in nature stimulate that motivation? Does having an accountability buddy or reaching out to a coach or a therapist or a personal trainer or a friend or a health professional or a mentor, would that help you move forward? Does taking a break and sitting outside work? Does focusing on being present, on your breath, on meditating, on journaling about what is making you feel stuck help? Does asking yourself particular questions that you know will help you in that moment do anything for you? One question that works for me, for example, is what is one action, one little step that I can take now to move toward my goal? Even though I'm not feeling motivated, you know, what is one thing that I can do, big or small, right now to stay in the game here? Maybe you're someone who likes to work with affirmations. Does putting little affirmations and reminders around the house or as alarms in your phone or on your computer help? Do habits or rituals support you? And if so, what do you need to do to make these happen? Does becoming aware of and working through the negative thoughts of your inner critic help? And if so, maybe this is an action in itself when you're starting to feel unmotivated to block out some time and go through these. And just as an aside, if this is something that does help, you might like to listen to episode eight on processing fear and the inner critic, or you might like to go to the free resources page on my website and download the infographic there that takes you through my four-step process for processing fear and the inner critic. Back to ideas, is there a playlist that motivates you? Does putting on a song and having a little dance break re-energize you? And when you look at your specific goals, at the specific things you're trying to achieve, is there anything in particular related to that goal that you know will support you? Is there anything you can do to make your environment more conducive to feeling motivated as you strive for that goal? Are there any particular blocks or barriers that you can already foresee might come up for you? And how can you preempt and pre-plan for these now rather than waiting for them to predictably come up? So this is the message I would like to leave with you today. If you were to view motivation in an active way rather than in a passive way, if you were to stop waiting for motivation to find you, and to instead take action that will stimulate motivation, what might that look like? What types of things might you be doing if you viewed motivation in this way? What types of things might you stop doing if you viewed motivation in this way? For me personally, I know that having a solid support network motivates me. 
and being discerning about who I turn to for the specific support I need in that moment helps me because, oh my, can it be so unmotivating when you turn to the wrong person for support, even if you love them dearly and they might be the right person for support in many other contexts. Taking breaks, getting out in nature, moving my body, stretching, you know, journaling, asking myself that one question, what is one thing I can do? These really help stimulate my motivation. Reading, knowing how I work, I know that I need to research, study, reflect, plan uh, before I can really get into the flow of being productive and finishing a project. I know that I will tend to lose motivation at which particular stage in a process and so when I am going toward a goal I can predict when that might be and think about what might help me refocus and re-engage at that point. So I'd love to know if you're willing to share if you could pop into the comments on the show notes page or tag me on social media at Naomi L Arnold hashtag dream for others and let me know What action, what stimuli can you begin to put in place to help arouse your motivation? What can you do when you notice that you're beginning to drop the ball on a goal and it's not a willing (laughs) drop the ball, you want to pick it back up again? What can you do to refocus and re-engage? I would love to know and who knows, you might inspire me and some others too to start trialing some of those actions as well. Now I'm going to return next week with another motivation-related episode, but this one will focus on the stages of readiness theory. So it's going to be interesting in terms of learning where you might be situated uh, when it comes to feeling ready to creating change or if you are in a helping profession where the client or the patient might be situated when it comes to whether or not they're ready to make a change yet. So stay tuned for that episode if it sounds useful to you. Otherwise, we'll be shaking things up with some different topics after that And then, as I said earlier, if there is a topic that you would like me to return back to and explore further, if there's a specific area of motivation or even any topic really that you would love for me to talk on, please let me know. I look forward to hearing what motivates you and may it help us in bringing to life our dreams and our dreams for others too. Bye. Are you finding this content useful? Imagine having Naomi in your corner all year for monthly one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited email support, and business resources. Visit naomiarnold.com forward slash coaching for details.